We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's talk about the matchup of the Notre Dame defense against the Stanford offense. This is arguably the biggest mismatch of the season. I, I would contend that Stanford's offense is very similar to Wake Forest's. They are both good at receiver. They both have quality running backs. They both struggle at quarterback, and they both struggle protecting the quarterback. And, you know, it's – uh they're just they're not good and 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 their numbers again are, are a little inflated by some performances against a couple teams as, as I talked about before. I mean, obviously, you're talking about a team that right now ranks uh, in scoring this year 113th in scoring and 110th in yards per play. And I was joking with a friend of mine that I actually had some people reach out to me and say that the the Stanford defense offense scares them. I'm like, okay, why does it scare you? Well. And really move the ball. And I'm like, you only watched the Colorado game, didn't you? That's the only, or, or the Washington game. Those are the only games you've watched them play all year, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Those are, okay. You're, you're going with the anomalies. They're not a very good offensive football team. They only scored 10 points on, on USC. They only scored 23 against Sacramento State, 20 against Arizona, six against Oregon, seven against UCLA, 10 in a win over Washington State, 17 against Oregon State, 15 against Cal. They scored 37 against Hawaii, 33 against Washington, and 46 against Colorado. They have only scored more than 23 points in a game three times all year. In eight of their 11 games, they were held to 23 points or more or, or less. And in six of their 11 games, they were held to 17 points or less. And they've been held to 10 points or less four times this season. They're not a very good offense. They've had some games that, have, like I said, inflated their numbers. Against Colorado, they went for 523. Against Washington, they went for 495. And against, against Hawaii, they went for 406. But they have 222 against Oregon, 349 against USC. They only went for 387 against Sacramento State, 354 against Arizona, 292 against UCLA, 217 against Washington State in a win, 324 against Oregon State, and 289 against Cal. So, uh, and that's a Cal defense, by the way, that's giving up 35 points a game. Uh, Cal is not a very good defense. 
this season. Cal's given up 59 points in a game, 52, 34, 50, 63, 39, and they gave up 15 to Stanford. So their offense is not very good. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. There are a couple players that are nice players, but overall, this is a this is a mismatch. This is a mismatch that Notre Dame should be able to dominate. Now, here's a question. Can Notre Dame improve in some of the areas defensively that they need to get better at? Third down being an example. Stanford's not a very good third down defense. Notre Dame has had, in my opinion, three pretty good third down games in a row. I think Notre Dame was good on third down against Clemson. Not great, but good. Held them to five of 15. They were very good on third down against Pitt, dominated Pitt on third down, one of 11. And then they were they were decent against Wake Forest. They gave up five of 13, 38.5%. Not a great performance, but, you know, a couple of those were, were, were you know, on, on I think three of them, two or three of them were on like one drive. You know, so so they've been better in recent games on third down. Now they've got to really, to me, finish strong on third down and shut down Stanford because the thing you can't allow to happen. And when you look at what this game was like last year, you cannot allow Stanford to convert third downs. Stanford was also not a very good third down offense last year. This season, Stanford ranks 91st in third down uh, offense. Last season, they were 30 at 37.8% last season. This year, they're at 36.5. They were not very good on third down either last year. The problem is one of their better games was against Notre Dame. They converted seven third downs. That tied for the most third downs they converted the entire season. Game against Notre Dame last year. You cannot allow that to happen. Cannot allow that to happen. You have to be better shutting, you have to be better shutting down their, their third down offense. If Notre Dame does that, this game will not even be remotely competitive. But they've they haven't always consistently done that. But in every other area, guys, I mean, you talk about are you a championship defense or not? In all these defensive categories, Notre Dame ranks in the top 10 in points per game, yards allowed per game, yards per play, red zone defense, red zone touchdown defense, fewest big plays allowed, turnovers per turnovers forced. They rank top 10 in fewest passing yards allowed, passing yards per attempt, fewest touchdowns, most interceptions, lowest completion percentage, pass efficiency defense, big play, fewest big plays allowed. I mean, they're a top 10 defense in a lot of categories. A lot of categories. 
And it's just, it just speaks to the phenomenal job that, uh, that, that Al Golden has done. Now what Notre Dame has a chance to do that in this game is really finish off on a high note. And if they can hold Stanford in check the way that they should, then they've got a chance to have one of their, their most productive defenses since 2012. I mean, if you look at some of the past teams Notre Dame had in 21, they gave up 19.7 points per game, 19.7 in 2020, 17.9 in 2019, 18.2 in 2017. So, and then of course you look pre Brian Van Gorder, they held teams to 12.8 back in 2012. So they've had teams, they've held teams to the teens for several years. Uh, all they, I think last year was the, since 20, since, since Elko kind of started to turn things around. So Notre Dame gave up 27.8 points per game the year before Elko arrived. They dropped that down to 21.5. And if you actually take away defensive touchdowns and things like that, it was closer to, to 20, sub 20. But since then, 18, 19, 20, and 21, they held opponents under 20 points per game every year. Last year, they gave up 23. If you take away offensive scores and things like that, they were like, I think like 21 and a half. So it wasn't great, but... They played some pretty good offenses last season as well. But this year, they're they're much, much better. And if you can shut Stanford down the way you should, all of a sudden your numbers look really good and you're really going to have some elite numbers. And, and you know, whether that's good to help Al Golden, you know, build his resume or not, I mean, whether it's – but it's just – that's fine. But it's just about sheer dominance. And if you can hold them to a touchdown, then you're going to be dropping down near 15 points a game. And and they've done that in the, against these type of teams. Again, what no, what has Notre Dame done against teams that are are not very good and especially not very good on offense? Held Navy to three points. Held Tennessee State three points. Give up seventeen to Central Michigan. They held Pitt to seven points. And they held Wake Forest to seven points. So they've proven that they can do this. I mean, and Notre Dame's only given up over twenty points in a game four times this year. And uh, you know, it just they, they're 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 pretty good. They're pretty good defense, and Stanford, as I said, is not a very good offense. So this is one where you should be able to dominate. You should be able to dominate. This episode of the Irish Breakdown podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Do you ever feel like your brain is getting in its own way? Like you're laying in bed at night with your mind racing a 1,000 miles per hour and you just can't sleep? Like when you know what you should do, what's good for you, but you just can't do it. Therapy helps you figure out what's holding you back so you can work for yourself instead of against yourself. And if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. When you get there, just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Irish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Irish. Let's talk about the pass game matchup. Again, this is a bit of a mismatch. Stanford's got a decent pass game. Uh, their quarterback, Ashton Daniels, is, is an okay player. I'm, I'm not super high on him. He's got a pretty live arm, but he's young and inexperienced. And, and you know, just, just a guy that's a work in progress. There's some things to like about him, but overall, he, he's he's not a he's not a super talented. I mean, he's not a super productive player. Fifty-eight point seven percent completion percentage on the year. He's averaging 190 passing yards per game, 11 touchdowns, seven picks, 
and he's averaging 7.0 yards per attempt. Now, he's had some moments against Colorado. He threw for 396 yards. Against for Washington, he threw for 367. And that's why I have people tell me, well, this kid's really good. But he threw 19 for 19 yards against USC and got knocked out. He threw for 69 yards against Sacramento State. He, he, had, he threw for 198 against Arizona, 115 against Washington State, 200 against Oregon State, and then 188 against Cal on 35 attempts. And Notre Dame has the best pass defense in college football, in my opinion, when you when you look at context. I know they rank third in, in fewest yards per game. They're second in pass efficiency. But if you look at the teams that that are in that conversation with them, I would argue that Notre Dame has has, has had a has been better tested. The only team to me that can compete with them for that moniker is Ohio State. Ohio State has a pretty good pass defense as well. But I don't think Ohio State's played the passing offenses that Notre Dame has played this season. And you know, Notre Dame's pass offense is is probably the best pass offense they've really played this year. Western Kentucky is has not been a real good team this season. Their pass offense is good. They put up numbers, but it hasn't been nearly as productive as it's been in past years. Austin Reed's down like 70 yards per game this season. He was at 352 in 2021. Bailey Zappi was at 433 in 2021, but this year they're at 283.8 uh, passing the football. So numbers-wise, they're good, but but the rest of their schedule, there's not a lot of teams that throw the football effectively on their schedule. You know, where Notre Dame, I think, has been better tested. And the numbers are very close between those two teams. So just for me, uh, I think that Notre Dame has the best pass defense in college football. If, if you're an Ohio State fan and you want to argue that they do, that's fair. I'm not going to argue with you too much. That's just that's just my opinion when you look at relative to who they've played. But And Stanford's pass offense is just okay. Now, they do have a, a couple talented receivers. That, that's where I think that they they perform well. They have some guys that – that have some ability. Obviously, Alec Ayumanor is, is a guy that's had some really big moments this year. He's creeping up on 1,000 yards on the season. He has 55 catches for 955 yards. A lot of that came against Colorado. He had 294 yards against Colorado, but he's kind of had some other good games too. He went 8 for 90 against UCLA, 9 for 146 against Washington, and he went for 3 for 122 against Oregon State, who has a very good pass defense, by the way. You know, so he's a legitimate weapon, legitimate guy you have to contend with. He's got some really good size to him, 6'2", 6'3", over 200 pounds. He's a pretty thick kid. As if, if anyone that watched Colorado game, you know he's got some really good uh, some really good ball skills. And um, like what he can do as far as outplaying people for the ball. Notre Dame hasn't played a receiver like that in a while. Now, they've held up pretty well against those guys, right? They held up very well against Marvin Harrison in that regard. But it's been a while. Since Notre Dame has played a 6'2", 6'3", kid that's got some size to him, some length to him, and ability to compete for the football. So that's something that I think you're going to see Stanford do early is try to take some shots down the field to him, try to get their tight end Roush involved against the Notre Dame safeties. I think you'll see some play actions of bootlegs early to try to get the quarterback out of the pocket and, and get going to try to just try to get some sort of rhythm on the football against Notre Dame. I think that's definitely going to be – be something we're going to see Stanford try to do against Notre Dame. And, and look, last year, you know, Stanford had success moving the chains with the football, passing the football against Notre Dame. You know, Tanner McKee last season uh, completed 66.7% of his passes against Notre Dame last year, 288 yards, lower lower yards per attempt, 7.4. Uh, but they, they did a nice job of moving the chains, getting him out of the pocket, 
uh, using the screen game effectively. Notre Dame had multiple screens that they gave up last season, not tackling well in space, not being disciplined down the field. So again, it's it, it goes back to looking at at situations where man, you should dominate, but you got to be locked in. You've got to be focused uh, on what they're doing. And then the last matchup that I'll talk about is just the run game. Stanford's run game is not very good. Notre Dame's run defense has just been kind of okay this season. They played a run defense against Wake last week, or rush offense against Wake last week that wasn't much better than this. It was better, about 20 yards better, but not a whole lot better. And the big reason why is their offensive line's not as good as Wake's, which is saying something because Wake's offensive line's not very good. So when you look at this particular matchup, it's one that I, I – it's about finishing strong, right? That's that's a big thing for me. It's about finishing strong. And I expect them to shut down the pass game. They need to shut down the pass game. But this is an area where if the defense can make me feel a little bit better about just how good they are, this is an area I'd like to see them finish well in. And that is completely shut down the Stanford run game. They have some decent backs. They really do. They have some talented backs. But their offensive line's a mess. They start two true freshmen. They've got three guys under 300 pounds in their starting lineup, including both tackles. If I remember correctly, I'm gonna let me just check here real quick to see my my notes here. I believe both starting tackles, yes, they're six six and six seven, and they're both under 300 pounds. If uh, Mykula starts it starts in in this game, like like basically the starting lineup they had in the last game, the guard was the one left guard was 290, the center's 301, and the other center who's a true freshman is 315. So they're not a very big offensive line. They're not very physical. They're not real strong. This is a situation where Notre Dame should absolutely dominate at the point of attack. And if you want to say, hey, what does finishing strong look like on defense? We're going to have a segment about that on offense here in a minute. It's that right there. Shut down the run game. Continue to you know be a dominant pass offense. Just keep doing what you're doing there, but then dominate here. And I think that's the reason why I don't think this game is going to be over close. Ryan sent me his prediction for the game today. I won't tell you what it is, but it's not going to be overly close. This game should be a blowout. I'm just being honest. It should be. But the defense is going to have to make sure that they don't allow Stanford to do what they did last year against Notre Dame, which is control the clock and and shorten the game, limit possessions, and and really just make it a a game where, you know, it just – I still just kind of sits in my crawl. And I know it does for some of you guys too from last season, but it's just one of those things where everything that you said before the game, Notre Dame can't do. They did. They allowed to happen. And Stanford had the ball last season for 36 minutes. They didn't run the ball for a lot of yards. They only ran for 97 yards, but they, they, they ran it a bunch. They were able to move the chains and Notre Dame just can't let that happen this year. Just can't. They have to be better at at getting the early stops and really locking them down. I think those are that's going to be a very important part of this game. It's something that we should see, but we need to see it. And then one thing I am a little concerned about in this game is is you know Notre Dame had some contain issues last week against Wake Forest at times. And, and Ashton Daniels is a decent is a quality athlete that can can run a little bit. He's not like a you know scare me too much kind of guy. But I mean, he's their leading rusher at 288 yards. He's you know, again, he's not gonna, he's not a guy that should like take over the game and, and things along those lines. But you know, he can tuck it and run and hurt you. And if you don't, if you don't have contain, and they've got to make sure he doesn't do that. That was the biggest thing in the Washington game that I thought was was a 
huge part of them sticking with Washington is Washington did a terrible job containing him with his legs, scrambles and designed runs. And uh, that was by far his best game of the year. And he passed for 367 yards. He ran for 81 yards. He rushed for two touchdowns, passed for a touchdown. You know, he, he showed his potential in that game. Notre Dame can't allow him to get comfortable and get going in that game. We'll talk a little bit more about more, a little bit more about that. Uh, when we get into the Keys to Victory show on Friday. But that's an area where I want to see Notre Dame perform well. Really finish the season off on a strong note by shutting down the Stanford run game. That's going to do it for the matchups that matter. Next, I'm going to dive into things that I want to see from the Notre Dame offense that are going to make me feel really good going into the offseason. And step step one was Wake. They passed Jared Parker passed that test with flying colors. Uh, now step two is the Stanford game. Step three will be the bowl game. So I'm going to talk about what I need to see this weekend from Notre Dame against Stanford. That's going to make me feel better. I'm going to play the uh, the theme song here for a minute as I get my notes prepped for that part of uh, the show and transition from this breakdown to that breakdown. So I'm going to play that for about a minute or two, uh, kind of get some, some um, you know, just get all get ready for that second part. So don't go. And we'll be right back here in about a minute or two. And I'm going to break down just some things I want to see from the, the Notre Dame offense in this game against Stanford that are going to make me feel very good. Be, while I'm doing that, hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell, share this podcast. And I promise you, in the time it's going to take for me to put my notes together and get back, you can go to boards.irishbreakdown.com and, and go to, to sign up and log in, sign up in the top right and sign up for membership and still be back. Before I'm back, it can happen that quickly. So definitely do that at boards.irishbreakdown.com. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? 
Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.